vocabulary. What the world is going on? Oh, my computer, I don't know. Anyways, um, it, they, they speak so fluently. They speak so graciously. They, they have a vocabulary that, that, that almost leaves you like, well, I don't want to feel like I'm like stupid. So I'm going to order it anyways. You know, they, they get your emotions going. They get your emotions flowing. They, they, they know how to reach you. They know how to speak to, uh, uh, such an, in such a way that this man has to know what he's talking about. And 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 that's just not the case in the in the in the biblical world, the biblical thing, um, because when Peter and John and all the disciples were doing the things, healing the sick and casting out demons and and and, and miracles are just the shadow of Peter passing by and and Paul taking aprons and it was all by the Spirit. And, the, and, and when the people looked at them, they looked at them and said, we know that they've been with Jesus. Why? Because of the, the miracles and by the spirit, the stuff that they were doing, not because they were saying such a, 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 a valiant thing, not because they were speaking so educationally, um, not because they were masters and scholars in the law, because they knew they were unlearned people. And, and, and it doesn't mean that they were stupid people. It just means they were unlearned in the ways of the law the Jewish law, they were unlearned. So when they had those things, they were, they, they knew they were like, man, these people don't come from the temple. They don't, they don't know the, the, the word like we do from Genesis to Malachi and all the Targums and, you know, all the Vulgates and, all, you know, all the, the, the books that we have, we know that these people don't come from that, but yet we know that they've been with Jesus. Why? Because they were doing the works of Jesus. They were casting out devils. They were they were healing the sick. They were they were speaking by the spirit to the people in the audience and getting them to understand is like, whoa, there's got to be something different. There's got to be something, you know, besides this law that we come every Saturday or we come every day for the day of prayer and we do these things. And it's just a, a, a ritual of things that we're doing, but there's no, there's no contact to the spirit realm. There's no contact, you know, cause God is a spirit. And, and the Bible says that we that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. But we, we, we lack for the most part, the spiritual side of what God wants us to do. I mean, we have a debate, um, you know, and, and, and I don't know everything about every all people but i do know things about the bible and 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 the spirit of god the 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 you know you know one of the contested doctrines in the in in the west world is speaking in tongues and we deny that the the gift of tongues because it doesn't make sense to our natural mind it doesn't make sense to our feelings because there's no way that um, God will have us act like that or do a th certain thing because we don't understand that. And 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 the thing about God is we naturally don't have to understand why things happen. We have to understand, you know, when when the Spirit of God came upon the donkey when uh, 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 and the donkey spoke, he didn't consider well. 
I don't know if this is by the spirit because the donkey's speaking to me and I can hear it. I don't know. I don't understand this. No, he didn't. He talked back to the donkey because it was the spirit of God that came upon that donkey. And Amen. then was like, he didn't go home. Well, donkeys don't talk. There's no scripture that says donkeys talk. There's no scripture that uh, I don't believe this donkey. <laughs> he didn't do that. Even, even when, when Moses rose his hands and the Red Sea parted, he didn't go, oh, there's no scripture for, for the Red Sea parting. There's no, there, this can't be God because the Red Sea's parting and, and a miracle's happening before my eyes. I don't understand it. I don't know how it's happening. I don't know why this, this sea is parting and the, and the wind is blowing and all of a sudden it's dry on the ground. And anybody that knows anything about oceans sees that that ground is not going to be dry instantaneously. It's going to take at least a year for it to dry up. So, you know, when we see things like this and we don't understand them by the things of God, we don't naturally have to understand it. We have to submit ourselves to the spirit realm to, uh, to, to allow the spirit to speak to our mind and allow our mind to get the understanding because God is infinite. God is a spirit and we must worship in the spirit, not with our natural mind. And I'm not saying don't be a critical thinker. I'm not saying don't you know, critically think. Don't use your brain for things when it comes to studying the word or, you know, what, you know, using common sense when the Bible says one thing and people are saying another. It's like, no, well, the Bible says this. You know, you have to be a critical thinker. Don't get me wrong. But, but, but when the things of the spirit take place, we have to be able to, to allow our mind to submit to the spirit. And, and I'm not saying foolishness. Don't get me wrong, because there are foolish people. There are sorcerers. And, and, and so why is it very important that we have the Holy Ghost? Why is it important that we speak in tongues? Why is it important? We can all say that we have the Holy Ghost, but until we, until we have the evidence that we've been baptized in the Holy Ghost, that is a whole nother thing. And, and, and I know some people are already cringing and like, oh, what does he mean by that? Well, tongues is the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and it's proven throughout Scripture. I'll, I'll get to that. I'm, I'm saying that as a as a forethought, so we can already understand and dwell on the emphasis emphasis of tongues being by the Spirit. But the Spirit is what gives us the knowledge and everything. So when people are speaking to you, don't get excited because they tell you your phone number. Don't get excited because they tell you your name because we knew our name from, from two years old. We Heck, younger than that, I'll say, you know, a couple months old, we knew our name. When, when our parents called us and we were six months old, we knew to look at them and go, oh, He's talking to me because he said my name. He said something that he always calls me. It's a resemblance of, of me. So when he called me James, I look. Why? Because he's talking to me. So he spoke to me. So you know, we have to understand that, that just because a person says your name or number or something like that, that demons do the same thing. Amen. If the source isn't pointing to Jesus, isn't pointing to God, then don't acknowledge it. 
And why do I say that? Because Janice and Jambri is the one who contended against Moses when Moses put down the serpent or the rod and it turned into a serpent. And then the, the, the magicians, the demon people did the same thing. So they, they can mock the, the spirit to an extent. But there was a point in time when Moses did a miracle and the and magicians looked and said, hey, that's the finger of God. We can't do that. There, there's only so much we can do by the demonic realm. So, so if they can do things to get your attention and to get you to draw yourself away from God, then they'll do those things. They'll, they'll, they'll magically over here, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll lucky charm you. It's magically delicious. They'll just, mm, that, that seems good. It seems good. It seems good. But we have to remember the, the tree of good and evil was in the garden. So God's purpose was to get you to know him and not good and evil. He didn't even want you to know good. He wanted you to know him. So yeah. when people say, oh, well, that's good. Does it mean nothing? Is it not God? If it's not God, then stay away from it. Because even the, 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 the tree that she, uh, Eve and Adam partook of was good. She saw that the good uh, the fruit was good for food. It was good. So everything in the garden was good. It was just that it was not for them. They were to know God and God alone, not good and evil. It was for God to take care of. And now, so so now they were kicked out. So what does that mean? So the consequences that we partake in, God can remove the 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 you know the the okay so if we sin god will remove that but he won't remove the consequences he might lighten them he might you know you know it, it, it will it'll be 10 years if you do a b and c but yet because you came to god god will say okay the sin of that thing is done with but now I'll just lighten it to two years instead of 10 so the consequences of your actions still partake so and and, and um, for example you're not married, you're having marital relations, you're having sex outside of marriage, and you have a baby, and then now y'all aren't married, but you have a baby, so the consequences of your actions still partake, still uh, uh, provide you with a child, even though you aren't covenantly bound under God, you just went outside of his bounds, hey, you know what, I'll do this because of my feelings, how I feel, I, I desired this, these are the things I'm, I can't control my actions. Why? Because, you know, that's that, that's how the de demonic works. They they work by your feelings. And God didn't he didn't make you that he made you. He made you to follow the spirit of God. Amen. So it, it is the spirit that that we have to pay attention to, not our feelings, not our intellect, not our, you know, what we know or what we've known, you know, um, because one of the hardest things, especially, you know, one of the hardest things for a person to do is to unlearn something. And so when they unlearn something, it's, it's very hard because they've been doing a certain thing a certain way for a certain amount of years. And so when those things happen and then when they when, you, you know, um, for instance, uh, fractions, oh, my gosh, fractions was was a curse to me. It was like a nightmare. It, it was like when I had to do them, it was it was a nightmare. And 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 um they they taught me how to do fractions and man, I took forever to do them. I took forever, it was just oh, but as I was welding, 
one of the uh, shop foremen, he came to me and he looked, he said, hey, check this out. Let me show you an easy way to do fractions. And I'm like, well, I've known how to do fractions all my life. When he showed it to me, my jaw just dropped and I couldn't say nothing because I was like, that's true. But yet I was so used to doing it a certain way that it took me a while to, to, to partake of that way. It took me a while to like, okay, this dude is right. But yet I still want to go back to what I've known, even though I know this way is much easier. But when I, when I, um, when I started to apply that way, it was so simple. I'm like this whole time I've been doing fractions this way and they showed me all oh, time this add this do that no he, and he just showed me and I'm like are you serious I was like but I've been doing it this way my whole life and that's the way that some Christians that grew up in denominations not necessarily biblical they, they 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 a denomination to me a denomination is what you don't believe about the bible so when you when you when you have yourself in a denomination, you know, I call them demon nations, but none, still nonetheless, you know, you know, you have the Pentecostals and the charismatic, and they believe that if you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved, and and then you have to have, you know, uh, girls can't speak behind the pulpit. That's Baptist, and you know, they believe all women just need to be quiet and sit over there and take care of the household and and do all those good things. But no, not behind the pulpit. You can't speak to men. Mm -mm. No, 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 that can't happen. So there, there's a conflict and Pentecostals don't believe that. And, you know, then they have Methodists and Lutheran and all these denominations, but one Bible. And the problem is, is when, when it is shown through the Bible, what, what is happening, what's taking place, your the people's mind can't comprehend that because they're using this and not the spirit. Amen. Um, so on the day of Pentecost, when that, when that happened, when that originally happened, there was at least a minimum of 2 million Jews that were in this place because they had to come together three times a year, no matter what. There was no excuse. It wasn't, oh, I overslept. I'm too tired. I've been working all week. God, you know me. I'm tired. No, they had to go to Jerusalem. They had to go to that temple. And if they didn't, shame on them. They're going to pay the consequences. Amen. And they were much harsh under the Old Testament. So, but nonetheless, they were there. And there was 120 people in the upper room. 12 were the, the apostles of the Lamb. But then they had the mother of Jesus. The mother of Jesus wasn't an apostle, but yet she spoke in tongues. The mother and Mary, uh, Mary that had seven demons, she wasn't an apostle, but she spoke in tongues. And so, so, so when he poured out the Spirit, they spoke in tongues. Not Bibles fell on their head, not New King James, uh, King James Version, not NASB, not NIV, not ESV, not tongues. That is what they used to further the church. That yeah. is what they used to, to proclaim the gospel, not, not biblical, not New Testament. The New Testament is only letters that were written, and it wasn't canonated until 350 years later. 
after all this took place. So the scriptures that they really held to were the Genesis to Malachi. That was the scriptures that they preached. That was what Paul told Timothy. The scriptures is why it makes you wise unto salvation. You have known the scriptures since a little boy. He didn't, he didn't like, oh, let me go to the future and, and, and read the New Testament. No, he didn't do that. He, he 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 read the Old Testament and, and the Old Testament is still the the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. So it is it is it is is given to us. First uh, Corinthians says uh, it is uh, 10 says it is given for us admi admonition, rebuke to, to, to train us to, to, to know what God approves of and what he doesn't approve of what he likes and what he doesn't like, what he'll take out and what he won't take out. So uh, he said, Jacob, I've loved and Esau, I have hated. That's Bible. But what Amen. we do nowadays, we say, oh, Jesus loves you just the way you are. If you come to Jesus and say this prayer, you know, 10 times, whatever, God loves you. No, he wants you to change to the standard of the spirit. But if we don't have the spirit, if we don't know the spirit, what the spirit is saying, then we are going to be left behind. So we, we want this, we want this, uh, you know. Amen. You know, from the beginning, when Adam ate of the tree of the uh, of the garden, he, he said, he said, uh, um, who told you you were naked? He said, well, the wife you gave me. See, he did, he, he automatically pushed blame. He automatically pointed to another person. Ah, it's not me. It was the wife you gave me. Oh, see, we as human beings, when we make a fault, we have to own it. We have, we understand that things happen. We understand that, that things don't always go how we want them to go, but they'll continue to go forward regardless However, how you respond to a thing is, 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 is detrimental to your path growing forward. Amen. So if you do a thing and you say, well, it wasn't me, it was him, you automatically push the blame. And so in, in, in the Hebrew culture, when one person blamed someone else, they automatically gave them authority. They pushed authority uh, uh, that they part that they have that they hold. They push it to another person. Prime example is Adam in the garden because when he said he said, "It's the wife you gave me made me eat." Oh, is that right? That's why God said, "Okay." He didn't even say nothing to Adam. He went straight to Eve. He said, well, "Why did you eat?" Well, the 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 snake, the serpent, got me tricked me. It was his fault. I'm done with you. He went straight cursing. He didn't even, he didn't even give that serpent an option because he wasn't human. He wasn't able, he wasn't to, to partake of the garden. He was there as a temptation to see, okay, are you going to choose me? Or are you going to choose this fruit? And a lot of people, we choose fruit because it looks so good. It looks so tempting. It looks so beautiful. There could be no harm in the things that, that look so good. How could it be evil? That, that is the thinking that we use. We use that thinking, well, it's good. It has to be of God. Well, God put it here, so it has to be. And that's, that's the mentality that we use because we use that mentality of, well, it's here. So it has to be good. And the Bible says, 
Amen. He put the tree of good and evil. Don't partake of that. Partake of me, God, which is spirit. No. Don't partake of the good and evil. Because the good and evil will send you straight out of the garden of Eden just because it's good. And it doesn't mean good things don't won't God won't bless you with good things, but God has to be the source. God has to be the one to bless you with the good because he knows what you are able to 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 uh hold on to you he knows what you are able to take care of in your life um when, when he gave the talents to the three people he gave 10 5 and then 2 he said oh you know you you've done this you've made so many i bless you with 10 more oh you've done so many i bless you with five more oh you wicked servant you haven't done nothing but put it in the ground you could at least put it in the bank and got some return on it no because we want we we were so so like okay Okay, I got these two talents. Now, now what? No, go out and make more. But what do we do? We're so we're so bound by by our our fleshly thinking that that it can't it can't be, it can't be. if we if we do this, it can't return. Well, why? Because yeah. of our natural thinking. God didn't plant it inside of you for you to just. I'm just going to sit here and do nothing with it. No. It's it's not it's it's not part of the plan. He gave us his Holy Spirit. So and 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 I, and I see we we have an understanding that that God creates by his Holy Spirit. When you when you follow God, he baptizes you by the Holy Spirit into the body, but then he wants you to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and being able to speak in tongues because when you speak in tongues. You edify yourself. You you build yourself up on your whole most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit. That's Jude 20. So we can't get away from this tongue things because we don't know what we're saying. See, we have to be in control of everything. And then when God gives you something that you can't control and manipulate, you ignore, you, ah, you ignore it, you push it away because it can't be of God because I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, man. Yeah. Amen. Just because you don't know what you're saying, it's good that you don't know what you're saying because there's some things that God's going to bring you into that if you knew you had to face it, you would say, nope, I'm not going to do that, God, because A, B, and C. I'm not going to do that because you know what they think about me. They already think I'm a fool, but now you want me to go over here? Mm -mm, I'm not going to do it. So God only gives you a foretaste. He only gives you a little bit at a time. He, he, he shows you the end result of what you will be, but the process he kind of leaves out and he kind of shows you on your journey like, hmm. Amen. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm well, let me, let me leave that out because if he sees this, oh, that'll deter him. That'll deter him. There, there's things in your life that when if God showed you all of what you would do, you would be so afraid. That's why throughout the Bible, the Old and the New Testament, he says, fear not. Be not afraid of their faces. Be not afraid of their voices. Be not afraid of the enemy. Be not afraid. Fear not. It's all through your Bible. Why does he say that? 
because there will be things in your life that you have to approach that you will be afraid of. But he says, it's not, it's not you that is doing it. If you just are obedient to my voice, I will then uh, take by the spirit and produce what you need for the situation you are in. It is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. So it's not by what you can do. It's not by what you can say. It's not how much money you have. It's not about how many army people you have. I don't care what you in, where you been. If it's not by the spirit of God, then it's not going to produce the thing in your life. So, so even if God wants you to face an army or whatever, face financial uh, uh, increase, but yet to face financial increase, you have to take a decrease in financial ability. And you're like, well, that doesn't make no sense. Um, you know, when um, I, I went to Africa to minister, and I, I'll never forget this. It was probably my second day there total just being there, I was reading the word. I was in Romans, and I was—I I, I remember it like it was yesterday. And 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 I was going to be there for almost a month. And I was I was <laughs> I was just praying. I was reading, and then something really—it was something really struck my spirit. And I said, "God, I said, just do mighty wonders, healings, casting out devils, whatever it is." just do it mightily through me. I'll be, I'll be your man. And God said, I want you to take everything that you make and, and sow it into this person's life. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? You want me to give everything away? <laughs> I was like, oh man. I said, amen. I said, your will be done. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that. It was like, it was like, I mean, stuck in me. I was like, okay. So I literally had to sow thousands of dollars that I was making and, and, and give it to this person who already had out close to a million dollars. And I was like, I, I, in my mind again, naturally I'd be like, I, I don't understand it. It just doesn't make sense. You want me to give my money to a person who has plenty of money, a couple of businesses, and you want me to bless this person? Usually you would think, oh, don't you want to bless the poor? Don't you want to bless the people that don't have? No, about that. take that up with God. God mm -hmm. is the one that instructed me. So when, when I did, the, when, when I had made up my mind, I hadn't even received the money yet. I had already made up in my heart, my mind, and by the Holy Ghost that I was going to do this thing. It was done. And man, I tell you, God moved so mightily. You know the prophetic words. I mean, those are amen. Those, the prophetic words. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't get too much into them. Why? Because that's that's the, the that's the bottom tier. When you begin to declare things, you know, in that meeting, in in one of those meetings, I, I'll never forget it. There was a a couple, a married couple. Both of them were sterile. They could not have babies. And man, they they came up to me so humbly and they were like, hey, we just want a baby. And I was like, I just want to eat. Being honest, I had already preached three hours. I was just wanting to go and rest. And they looked at me and, and I could see the sincerity on them. And they had the faith. I said, do you believe I'm a prophet? She said, yeah. They both said yes. 
I said, okay, what I want you to do is I want you to sow a financial seed that's going to hurt your pockets in the sense of like, it's crazy if we do this. And I want you to take it to your man of God. I didn't even ask for the money. I said, take it to your man of God. And this time next year, you'll have a child. That baby is four years old right now. Amen. And it is so awesome to see how God works. Things that produce, things that produce of God, not just, oh, I have a remote control anointing so I can I can remote control you. I, no, that, that's bull crap. That is from the devil. If yeah. Anything that, that does not produce God and push you towards Jesus, not me, not any man or woman of God, but Jesus, if it doesn't push you towards him, stay away from it because that is what um, will, will trap you. That That is the late night, uh, th this product is so good. This product is so great. If you buy this product, I promise you, you'll feel like you're 20 years old again. But I'm 22, yeah, but you'll feel like you're 20. You know, I mean, it's just, it's like, what? What's Amen. going on here? It's like, I don't know. I mean, you know, it, it's like we've gotten so embedded in this now, 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 ever since like the microwave was created, it seems like we've gotten so used to having everything now. And and and, and I know, you know, there, there's some people that will understand this. Uh, they wish boot camp was only one day. Amen. We, can, we can do our push-ups already. No, 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 no. I want you to do real push-ups. What do you mean? I've been, I just did That's 10. Right. You can do any. I want you to do one. Uh, what do you mean? I just did 20. No, you didn't do one. <laughs> and that's the process you have to go through. And to understand, it, it, it takes time to build up what you want. What, you know, it, no. it, if the arm or the air, let me, let me the armed forces, I don't want to leave out the, the Navy. I don't want to leave out the Air Force, the National Guard. I don't want to leave out none of them. But in the in the armed forces, it takes time. You don't go instantly from you know. I just joined the army. Guess what? Now I'm a general. No, no, I don't. No, no, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. You have to go through the process. And so many Christians don't want to go through the process. They don't want to go through the. They don't want to have the time of you know. Right now, I'm tired, but I have to. I have to sit at least thirty minutes aside to just read and pray. Read and pray. Let me let me let me focus on my father. I know I'm tired. I've just worked a 14-hour shift or 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 12-hour, 10-hour shift, whatever it may be. I had kids to take care of. I had to feed the dog. I had to do A, B, and C, but yet I have to take time out for God. If you say, Oh, well, God understands, I'm so tired, I'm so busy, I can't even. No, 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 no. That's an excuse. That's an excuse. Because there's place, there's places. They don't want to hear that excuse. And I use the armed forces a lot because I know that they, they 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 don't listen to excuses. They want you to do. They don't they don't want to. Well, I felt tired today. Okay, four o'clock. Get up. Get up. Get up. I don't want to hear no yeah. excuse. Yeah, but yesterday we did a hundred push-ups and a, and a hundred pull-ups and a hundred sit-ups. I don't care. Do them again. Do them again. You know, a lot of Christians don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear the repetition of the spirit. They want things now. They want they they want it now, now, now. I just started my job. I want to buy a house. Well, you just started. Let let your job at least be up. You know, for 
for for for a year and then earn some credit and some 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 okay stability. No, we want it right now. We want things right now. And so I say that because especially with praying in tongues, it doesn't happen overnight. It's a consistency. It's a thing, you know, that that we we should be doing in our own lives, not just in the church to show people that we have the tongue, uh, we can speak in tongues. Oh, we can do we can do things that so look at me. I can do it. But when you go home, nothing happens. When you go home, you have no prayer life. When you go home, it's just quiet as a quote unquote a church mouth. It's quiet. There's no no spirit partaking in your life. And, 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 and that is the thing that God, he said, he said, you will be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days from hence because I want you to wait. I want you to sit in this upper room and I want you to pray until you are baptized with the power on high. I want you to wait. I don't want you to do anything. I don't want you to go through Jerusalem. I don't want you to go through Samaria. I don't want you to go to the uttermost parts of the world. I want you to wait until you get the Holy Ghost because you can't do anything until you've been baptized in the Holy Ghost. So why do we try to take that out of the Bible and say, ah, it's not for us. It's not for everybody. It's not for all people. But, but the last time I checked, the Bible says it is for everybody. It is for all people. And, 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 and I, I'm going to read the scripture because a lot of people take th this scripture out of context so, so much. They take it out of context. And, and context, you know, when, when we read to our children, you know, I don't know what y'all read nowadays, but when <laughs> when I was young, you know, it was it, it. My mom didn't go. Mary had a little lamb. The cow jumped over the moon. Miss Mary Muffet sat on the tuffet, and and the king bro fell over and, and was all broken. And she didn't read it like that. That's how we read our Bible. We read our Bible out of context way out of context and context is very important when you are studying and when you are just reading we 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 have context we can't apply things to 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 one person's life and then to another person we we apply another context no it does it doesn't happen that way it's the context is is there for a reason we don't read our bible like that you know miss mary muffet sat on the stuff the cow jumped over the moon Humpty Dumpty sat down beside her. It's like, wait, 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 what? Wasn't it a spider? No, it's it because they're so all over the place and they're make, meshing things together to make it sound good. And it's not Bible. It's not what it's meant to be. But you know what's not also meant to be? My eyes. They aren't the same as they used to be. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, but so, okay. And first of all, in first Corinthians 12, that's where I'm going. First Corinthians 12. And the reason I go here is because see 12 is, is talking to those people that are spiritual, it, it, you know, now concerning spiritual, these are, you know, I know they added gifts to, to, to make a, a understanding there, but it, it, it is originally spoken spiritual. So, so the, the, the now concerning spiritual, 
These are the things that he wants you to understand. And so he, he breaks it down. He says, you know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led away. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now, we have to understand that, that what is he talking about? Because um, um, there's been plenty of things that where people were walking around and, and, and fatigues, and they were saying they were certain people, and they had never been in the military. Well, why are you doing that? So, so the, the people, anybody can say Jesus is Lord. Anybody can say that. That that that's what not what Paul was getting at. Anybody can say it verbally. You know, you you know how under the spell of witchcraft you have to be not to say it. The, the, then it becomes a point of of, of 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 a different level, and you have to get that strong man out. But that's another whole nother thing. But people can say anything. They they but but. Speaking by the Spirit is a whole nother thing. What is speaking by the Spirit? Well, 1 Corinthians 14, 14 says, if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind, my understanding is unfruitful. So that means it has nothing to do with your mind. It has nothing to do with your intellect. It has nothing to do with what you understand and don't understand. It is your spirit by the Holy Spirit that he has given you to pray in tongues. And so, so that is what he was talking about, referring to. He says, and that no man, okay, but by the Holy Ghost. Now there are diversity of gifts, but the same spirit. That's what he goes through starting at verse 11. He's the gifts of the spirit. Then he says, and there are diverse differences of administrations or ministries, governments. So that's what he talks about in chapter or verse 28 and down. So, so first he goes, it is the same spirit. Then he says differences of administrations, but it's the same Lord. It is the same Lord. So there's a difference. So you can have the gifts of the spirit by the Holy Spirit, and then you can be ordained by Jesus, which he did. You know, he, he gave some apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, et cetera, et cetera. He gave some. So when now he's talking about the spirit for one, the spirit of wisdom, the prophecy, interpretation of tongues, all blah, 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 by the same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he wills. Then he goes on, he says, verse 12, for as the body is one and hath many members and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free and have been all made to drink into one spirit. We have all been made to drink into one spirit for out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And how does a dog or an animal, when, when, uh, they, they, they drink by their tongue. So when you speak in tongues, you are drinking the water that God produces. That's why when he went to the woman at the well, he said, the water that I have. 
The water that I can give to you, you will never thirst again. And she asked the dumb illogical question because she was naturally thinking. She said, but you don't have anything to even uh, get. Um, <laughs> you don't have any bucket. You don't have nothing to pour with. What do you what do you have? Ah, because she was thinking naturally, not spiritually. Spiritually, when he gives you the water out of your belly, shall flow rivers of living water. And we are all made to drink in that one body. We are all made to drink. Not some of us, all of us. But some of us don't want to believe. Some of us have been indoctrinated in such a way that we don't even believe no more. We don't have that belief. Whoosh. And so he says, for the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I am not of the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If then the whole body were an eye, where, where were the hearing? If the whole were a hearing, where, are, where were the smelling? But now God had set some members, every one of them in the body, as it hath pleased him. I'm going to have to, where's, so, so now he had set some in the body, right? So Colossians. I'm going to be just. Uh, can can you uh Greg? Can you get uh, Ephesians one twenty two? You want me to read it or uh post? Yeah, it? yeah, read it, please. But right. I'm, I'm gonna go to Colossians first. But have Ephesians one for me. One twenty two. Yeah, read we read, read twenty two and twenty three. But uh, uh, now I'm gonna read. I'm going to read Colossians 1.24. And it says, Who now rejoices for, uh, for my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ <laughs> in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. So we see the church is the body of Christ. Now read Ephesians 1. Uh, far above all principality and power and might and dominion in every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body in the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So the church is what? The church is the body. And then that that's true. There's there's plenty of more scriptures that we can go to showing that the church is the body of Christ. So if the church is the body, and then 1 Corinthians 12, 28 just says, 1 Corinthians uh, 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 19, it says, but now hath God set some members, every one of them in the body as it hath pleased them. So, so we know that the body is 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 the body of Christ. It is a church. So, I want to go. I want to go down to verse twenty-seven. It says, "Now you are the body of Christ and members in particular." So we are the body of Christ. 
and God hath set some in the church. What is the church? It is the body of Christ. So, so God set some in the church. The church is the body of Christ, but he had set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers. So he set some in the church. It is, it is, and that's why we says, do, do some speak in tongues? Why? Because that tongues that they're talking about is an administration. We, we read that earlier, and I believe it was chapter five. It is, it, it is an administration. It is a government. It is a, it is, it is a, a government that when you go to a foreign language, a foreign country, and you do not speak that language, God can give you the ability to speak that language. You go, I didn't do nothing but speak in tongues, but yet you spoke perfect German, or you spoke perfect Spanish, or you spoke perfect, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 I can't remember the Vietnamese language that's way in the jungle, but nonetheless, you spoke it perfectly. Oh, I didn't do nothing but pray in tongues. But yeah, but you said this in that language or Zulu. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> in Wusselelo. <laughs> Amen. So, so, so God will use that as a ministry to speak to people. To it's a it's a ministry in the church it's a government in the church can, can now can people speak in tongues yes that is part of the gifts he is separating the two so that you can understand if needs be you are in the body of Christ and you are in a situation and what what arises god will give you through the spirit it doesn't mean you are a government and so that's what that's what Paul is is trying to explain here in verse 12 but yet we have taken it and we have put our own interpretation in it cuz the bible brings its own interpretation but yet we don't think that's good enough we have to interpret it how we think Amen. because I don't understand don't, don't come to me with this tongue stuff I don't understand what you are saying well why do you have to understand my prayer language first of all and why do I have to understand your prayer language? It's not for me. It's for you. <laughs> I can pray in tongues all day long, and I'm only building me up, not you. So you have to do it yourself. Amen. So if, 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 if we have a car and we use it once, and then we don't drive it ever again for another year, and then we get in it and then the, the battery's dead. Why? Because it has no charge. It has no edifice. It has no praying in tongues. It has no building yourself up, charging yourself. And you go, well, this is dumb. This battery is dead. Well, yeah, you only used it once. Of course it died. You don't mm -hmm. use it. That's why every car has an alternator. So when you are constantly using it, it's constantly building itself back up. So the next time you start that engine, guess what? Hey, if I need to go to Route 66, I can start it up and go there. Why? Because I have enough energy. I have enough charging in myself. If I'm facing a business situation, I have enough energy in myself to know that the God will lead me in the right path. Just because you are not in the ministry per se, 
uh, one of the governments, it doesn't mean that you have a business acquisition that you need to take care of and you don't know what to do because this is against me, this is against me. But if you just pray in tongues and allow the spirit of God to lead and guide you, you will be led in the right direction and make the right business decision. And then people will look at you. How is your business flourishing? How is your business growing like that? Didn't you just start your business six months ago? How is this possible? I don't know how it's possible. I just pray in tongues and God leads and guides me and, and I flourish and I can take the prosperity of this and feed the kingdom of God so it can flourish. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the that's what, what tongues is for. That not, not to show off, not to say I speak in tongues, but to, to pray so our personal life and further can grow. Not just to stay dormant and say, I believe in Jesus and I have an educational Bible study. We get together. No, none of us are baptized in the Holy Ghost. We just come together and, and you know, we're like Mars Hill. Like, what do you think about uh, Galatians 3.13? What do you think about Colossians 2.12? What do you think? No, it's the Holy Ghost that speaks to us. And, and, and it's more than just, it, it's in our daily lives. When we come together as a body, we, we're, we're the ecclesia, uh, 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 we, we are called out ones. You know, we are, we are, we're not just, a, I am the church. You are? That's funny because I can't get one brick in my house to say he is the house. I can't get one brick to say I am the house. No, you're just a brick in the house. And yeah. we have to remember that we are not the church. We yeah. are we are lively stones fitted and framed together to make one building. <laughs> not I am the church. No, you're not. Just sit down and, and listen. You are not the church. Honey, yeah. I know you're cute and all, but you are not the church. I know you think your swag is whatever. You're handsome. Oh, God, God. No, you're not. Sit down. And learn, you are not the church. It, it, it we we are when we come together. That's when the body is, is is the most powerful. That is when the body we come together and we learn what God is speaking through the man or the woman of God to the body, and we can take that and apply it in our lives. No one comes here and, uh, uh, every Saturday to 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 get online and go. I am the church. Why, why do I even go to the Zoom? <laughs> I am the church. No, we come together Amen. to learn, you know, to learn what is God saying so that we can apply it to our lives. And then when we go to our own home, we can apply that to our life. And then people are like, well, why are you having this happen to you? Why are you prospering in the way you're prospering? Why are these things happening to you? And that's, you know, that is the beauty. So when the heathen I'm going to use that terminology because the Bible uses it. When the heathen sees the believer prospering, they go, oh, there's got to be something with this whole thing. How is this even happening? It, you know, so, so a lot of people, they want prosperity. Don't get me wrong. God prospers you. And, and, and I know this whole prosperity gospel, whatever, it's a whatever. I don't even know how that, you know, but, but there's a God who is more than enough. 
So when you, because because finances aren't everything, because there'll be a situation where you can't buy yourself out of it. And when it comes mm-hmm. down to it, they're looking and going, how did, how, did, how, how did you get this? I don't know. I was just praying in tongues. I let God, I let my, 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 my position be known to God. And I just went to the spirit. I just went to pray in tongues. I don't know. I went about my daily life. I came to, and then next thing you know, God began to just flow in my life. He opened up, he, you know, he opened up a, a way and avenue for me to get it. And I don't even know how I got it. I don't know how I got it. You know, um, I, I, I went and bought a truck. And, and so, so I was like, I was just praying in tongues. I was looking online. I was like, okay. And then I, this is my truck. It was sent to me. I was like, okay, this is it. So, you know, we traveled, we, we traveled and on the, on the screen, it said like 49,000. I was like, okay. So we looked at it and everything, 49,000. I was like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to step out in faith. I believe God has this truck for me. Man, we, we went to sign the thing and I was looking. 39,000. Oh man, I signed quicker and faster than I could ever sign in my life. Mm-hmm. I was like $10,000 off. Now, how did that happen? Oh, well, people are going to say, oh, I don't, you know, they just want to give you a break. Since when do car dealers want to give you a break? They want to give all the money they, they can get out of the situation. If anybody knows anything about selling cars, they want to get as much as possible. That's why they want to give you the highest finance rate. That's why they want to give you the, you know, uh, they want to get a down payment from you, which you don't need one just in case anybody wants to buy a car. That that That's for them. You can buy one without a down payment. But anyway, so it's by the spirit of God. It, it is, you know, so I want to, I want to, I want to break this thinking that, that people are, you know, not everyone speaks in tongues and they only, they only like tunnel vision is, is, is the thing that was told to me, like when I was playing chess, you know, um, I, I like chess. So the thing is, is, is I used to be like this and I would see, and I would only, I'd be here, I'd move my pawn, I'd this, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm checkmated. Why? Because I was, I was, I, I had tunnel vision. I could only see a certain part of the board instead of releasing my vision and seeing everything all at once. And then I can make the proper uh, movement to position myself properly to get a checkmate that was for me and not me being checkmated on, <laughs> which happened. When I before I really learned how to play and, and take the tunnel vision blinders off, you know, you know, e- even horses when they're when they're uh, being dr- when they're driven, they wear those blinders. Why? So they can only focus on one way, and that's what the devil wants you to do. They want you to only he wants you to only focus on this one scripture. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? They want you to stay there, so they think, oh well, that's not for us because this says all. I'm not all. No, he's talking to the administrations, the ministries, the governments, because the only way you can get this this gift, the these gifts to continue and to grow in your life is by praying in tongues. And so when one wants to, you know, oh, well, it's not for you because of this one verse that you will never find nowhere else ever that says you can't do it. It Just one time, we can't do it. But when you show them multiple scriptures that show you you can, then they don't believe that. Oh, it's like, wow, okay, okay. 
Um, you know, for instance, before I go, I'm gonna go back to First Corinthians. So, so Cornelius, he was praying and fasting, and, and, and until an angel came up and he said, "I want you to call for Peter," you know, and and you know, and that's another thing. Why didn't the angel just baptize him in the Holy Ghost? He said, "Send for Peter." Because the angels can't do it. Only, only, only men and women that God called can do it. I, I, I'm not an angel, so I don't care if an angel says anything. Even, even Paul said, if an angel from heaven preaches to you another gospel, let him be accursed. Amen. So, only men and women of God that are called to preach can preach. You know that that's not sharing your faith. That you can do that. You can do that to who you want. I, you know, but when it comes to preaching the gospel, it's more than just sitting here talking to you. It's you catching the spirit of the words that are being spoke to you and something inside your spirit gets awakened and you go, oh, well, well if, if, if it's for me, let me, let me, let me do this. Let, let me grab a hold of this. That's what preaching the gospel is supposed to do. Not just telling some words, some educational things to you. It's more than that. It's a spiritual thing. But, but, he sent for Peter. Peter came. He began to minister the word and show, you know, by the word what they, and as he was speaking, the Holy Ghost fell on them and they all spoke with tongues and prophesied. They all spoke with tongues. And he said, well, the Holy Ghost fell on them as it did on us at the beginning. Who can forbid them from having, uh, being baptized in water? Well, God obviously God wants the Gentile, the heathens, to do it too. They want them to have it. So when Peter went back to the Jews, the Jews were like, "Ha! Huh, you went to Gentiles. How dare you go to the Baptist? Don't you know we're Pentecostals? Don't you go to the Baptist because the Baptists are no, 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 no. It's the same Bible, but we want to we want to make human denominations out of everything." And that's what Peter was and the Jews were doing there. And Peter expounded to them from the beginning what took place. He said, who am I to fight against God? If God wants to do it, who am I? I'm just a servant just like you. Yeah. So oh, as uh, Acts 11, he said, he said, and as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them which means the Holy Ghost wasn't there. But yet the alms and the giving and everything came up for a memorial before God. So, so God was speaking to, to, to uh, Cornelius, <laughs> but it, it took them to come to speak the word, to baptize them in the Holy Ghost. So he says, he says, as I spoke, the Holy Ghost fell on them as on us at the beginning. King James Bible came down on them and hit them in the head. Then there was some ESVs and some NIVs and some NASBs. It all hit them on the head and they began to just read the word. <laughs> no, they began to pray in tongues. And I've heard people say, oh, praying in tongues is only used for preaching to other people. So who was Cornelius preaching to? Peter? Uh -huh. who, who was the people in Cornelius' household preaching to? Each other? No, it is for you to build yourself up on your most holy faith, Jude 20. Um, of uh, First Corinthians four, uh, fourteen four. For he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, charges himself up. 
That's what the Holy Ghost is meant for, to charge yourself, to edify yourself, to, 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 to co construct yourself, to get rid of the thing. When you pray in tongues the most, you begin to notice things in your own life that you just, that disgust you. You're like, I actually cussed like that? I can't even believe it because it, be, it be, God begins to open you up to, to, you know, when a believer first becomes a believer, he doesn't instantaneously stop cussing or stop speaking a certain way. He be, he still speaks the same way. And, and I don't want to get into a whole nother issue because that's a, that's another thing, but nonetheless, he, he begins, he just acts normal. Like he always acts. It's when he begins to, to, to pray in tongues and and then obviously read the word. But then he because why do I, I don't like that. Why, that, I used to act like that. I used to say things like that. I used to do things like that. No, it, it, you know, it, it's the Holy Ghost that begins to just, it, it's a it's a fountain of living waters. It pushes the things out of you that are that are in you that that just you know the traits and the and the, the things that you used to do, the things that you habitually did that you don't even notice you did them because you did them habitually. That's why when a person trains in martial arts, they do it habitually. So when an actual event happens, they can just second nature use your blocks and punches to your abdomen or whatever, hip thrust, throw you over your shoulder. It's habitual. It's not the practice or the praying in tongues that does anything in the sense of um, you recognize it off bat. It's not until you have hand-on-hand -hand combat that something takes place and you habitually do it. And you're like, whoa, how did that even happen? I was just minding my business and this guy came up to me and had favor on me and was like, hey, you know what? God told me to do this for you. Why? Because you you practice in your in your closet, your prayer closet at home. You go into your office or your bedroom or wherever you go, under a tree outside, it doesn't matter. Where Wherever you go, you practice. You pray in tongues. You get into the spirit of God. And then the God... The, the the God that is a spirit will begin to minister to other people's hearts and to, hey, you need to go over here. You need to do this. You need to do that. And we're like, why are these things happening to me? Because it's not about money. It's not about might, power. It's about his spirit. And we've taken the spirit out of the, of, of the Christian world and to where we want to intellectualize everything. And there's nothing wrong against having intellectualism. It's nothing wrong with being a smart person because that's who God made you to be, a smart person. There's some people that catch it this way and there's some people that catch it another way. There's lefties, there's righties. We're all different. But in the spirit of God, we can, we, we can unify you know, not everybody's an elbow. And when it comes to, you know, when, when, you know, but we need an elbow. We don't know how detrimental an elbow is if we have a straight arm all our life. We're so used to having a straight arm. It's like an elbow is no good to me, but an elbow is detrimental. So we can, we can move our, you know, we can't even do a curl without an elbow. So a strong elbow makes a strong arm. So don't, so praise that elbow. Praise that elbow that you have an elbow. Praise that, you know, the lips, because without the lips, we're talking like this. And we can't pronounce words that we need to pronounce. So thank God for your lips. Thank God for the body parts that are that are uh, not easily seen um, to, to the outside world, but are detrimental to you. Because, you know, when when people get up, they 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 take 
for granted the things that they can do naturally. And then when they see a person who, who gets out of bed and they, oh, oh, they can barely walk, it takes them like 15 to 20 minutes to even get up out of the bed and move around. Why? Because the, their body has so deteriorated that that now they the, the pain that they feel just to get out of bed and, and their feet and their ankles or knees or hips or whatever it is, you know, you know, until we get to that point, then we begin to think about, oh, man, maybe I should have wore knee wraps when I was lifting weights or maybe I should have got those uh, braces. I didn't just want to spend a hundred dollars on 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 feet uh, uh, massages or whatever it is. I didn't want to do that because at that time. But when you get to that age or that point and your body is starting to deteriorate, then you go, oh. I should have spent that money or I should have done this. Those are the things that, that you know, we, we need not to take granted of. And, and the spirit is the one thing that we have taken and for granted. We, I, I got the Holy Ghost. Well, praying tongues. Oh, the praying tongues is not for everybody. Well, then how do you know you have the Holy Ghost? Because Jesus himself said, John indeed baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Peter remembered these words that Jesus spoke to him. And, and it came right after Cornelius's house when they all spoke in tongues and, they, and the Holy Ghost fell on them as on us at the beginning. Then I remembered the words. Amen. John... Indeed. He said, then remembered I the word of the Lord. So who's better than Jesus? I'll wait. Even Jesus didn't do no miracles until he got baptized with the Holy Ghost. I know, oh, we were, we, we, we want um we want interpretation. We don't know that Jesus spoke in tongues. Well, what did he do for 12 hours? Lord, I love you. Lord, Lord, just help me. Lord, let me walk on water. Lord, no. He did pray in tongues. Okay. Remember when Jesus won the cross? He said, what did, what did Jesus say on the cross? Eloi, Eloi, Laba Sabathani. And what did the people say? The Bible says, it says, my God, my God, why hath thou forsaken me? But what did the people say? The people said he calls for Eli. He calls for Elijah. He didn't call for Elisha. That's not what he said. The Bible gave us the understanding of what Jesus said, but they didn't have the understanding. Why didn't they have the understanding? Why did they think he called for Elijah? He didn't call for Elijah. That's in the Bible. You can read it. It's there. But people just read over it like it's nothing. They read over it because they already have an indoctrination in their mind of what is said and what is to be done. So in, indoctrination, if it's not biblical, see, this, this is the living word of God. So, so when, when one thing is living, you can go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into the word of God. It is living. It is forever living. I can I can preach out of, of Galatians. Let's just use Galatians. I, 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 pre, I can preach out of Galatians and it can touch one, two, three, four people in four different ways. But yet God spoke specifically how to, to, to preach these things. But yet it, it touches four different people in four different ways. 
Why is that? Because it's a living word of God. It's mm. by the spirit. It's not by the education. It's not by what we know or what we think we know. It's always by the spirit of God. And so how detrimental is the spirit of God? It is so detrimental that the Bible says that of, of, of bulls and goats, they, there was shedding of blood of bulls and goats. How much more if Jesus who shed his own blood through the eternal spirit, through the spirit. He shed his blood through the spirit. And we want to take the spirit out of everything, but claim we, we you know, we, 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 we basically, um, we want, we want a hot rod that looks good, but has no engine. I'm a Christian. Look at me. I'm a hot rod. See that? Yep. I'm, I'm a hot rod. Yeah, start it up for me. Ah, just look at it. Yeah, but it's started it up so so we can pray in tongues together and, and see how your engine roars and how you can build mine up and so forth. No, just look at it. I'm a Christian. I, I, why? Why you say, oh, I'm a Christian. Okay, we'll drive. Well, I'm just a Christian. That's what we do. We we take the spirit out of everything and we have a facade of how good we look, how good we sound. And then we make a theology of God's love. Just he loves everybody. We just won't tell Esau. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, so, so when we begin to break down biblically what is sound and what is trash, we see that God is 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 a lot more. Um, uh, he should be feared, and, and not that we are scared of him, but he should because he's an awesome God. He's a terrible God. He's a he's a fearful God because of you know when, when your parents came in the room, it's not that you were scared of them; it's because you feared them. They had such a fear and awe and reverence of them that that they held on you. So when they came into the house, it was it was like, oh, that's my daddy. That's my daddy. Not oh. And I'm not saying that doesn't happen. There are some wicked people. I don't, don't get beyond popular belief. There are wicked people out there in the world. I just want you to know that. So not everybody's going to have the same um, upbringing or background or whatever. But when we come to the body, the spirit unifies all of us. The spirit brings us all in, 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 in together as one, not our backgrounds. Not what we believe, not what we think, not what we've been through, but the spirit of God, which is able to make all things new. <clears throat> not your past, not your, your present, but the spirit of God is able to, to, to change you and transform you. That's why the Bible of God says, be renewed, be renewed in your mind. Be not conformed to the world, but be transformed, be renewed in your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That means there's a proving that has to be done. Not just say, I am a Christian. Why? Well, I've been a Christian, but I have my mom and dad's a Christian. My great grandparents are Christian. So I'm a Christian. Nope. What are you proving? What have you proved in your life that you are living this Bible? You know, there, there, there are people that, that that, and don't get me wrong. I I, I believe in 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 getting help. 
if you, you know, if people have been through AA programs, God bless you. However, I know atheists that have been through AA programs. And when they say, oh, I'm delivered. And then, then you have the Christian that goes, well, God took drugs from me. Well, so did he did the atheist. But what did he do for you? How did he, how are you proving this Bible exists? How are you proving the will of God in your life on this? The atheist was free from drugs. You were free from drugs. What's the difference? What is the difference? What is the difference? That's 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 the main thing that needs to be explored. What's the difference? There, there, there is a spirit of God that is implemented on the inside that, that begins to move and 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 transform you as you begin to read and prove this word of God in your life and in your children's life and in, in your business or finances or whatever you're in. I you know, prove it. That's the whole thing behind this. We 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 have this mentality of, well, I have the Holy Ghost. Well, Simon never said that. None of the people that Philip were talking to never said that, but yet they believed everything Philip was saying and preaching and teaching, casting out demons, healing the sick, but they never had the Holy Ghost, but they were believers. That's why it's so detrimental nowadays for the infilling of the Holy Ghost, not to just say that you have the infilling of the Holy Ghost, but to prove that you have the infilling of the Holy Ghost, to produce the thing, the miraculous in your life, to produce the miracles in your business, to produce the miracles in your situation, in your life, whatever is facing you, you can produce the miracle in your life to, to, to fit A, B, and C, to, to take care of C, D, and E, you know, those situations that are in your life, that's what the Holy Ghost is for. The Holy Ghost. So when, 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 when Peter and John heard that they believed the word that Philip was preaching, they saw the miracle. They, they were baptized in water. They, they did all these wonderful things, but they did not have the Holy Ghost. It wasn't until Peter and John came and, and laid hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost and they all spake with tongues. How do we know they spake with tongues? Because Peter, when Simon said, give me this power also, <laughs> there was an authority that they had that they could lay hands and they could give the Holy Ghost. And so when Simon saw that, he wanted to merchandise the gospel. He wanted to merchandise the gospel. He said, because whatever I have, I can give to you if for $29.99 you buy my booklet and call 1-800-I'm-A-W in order now. And Peter and John <laughs> and he said, he said, you be accursed. I'm sorry, he didn't say it. He said, he said, Amen. I perceive that you are accursed. I perceive that you have the gall of bitterness and iniquity. He said, you pray to God. <laughs> Peter never prayed for him. Oh, but all we want to do is we want to pray for everybody. We, oh, every, no, 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 no. There's some people that have the gall of bitterness and iniquity in their life, and they need that out of them. So um, Peter, uh, Simon if you go back and look, Simon, eventually, when he was following them, he had made himself out to be some power, great power of God. He made himself out to be. so. But when they believed Philip preaching the gospel, casting out the sick, demons, healing the sick, recovering the sight of the blind, Simon walked with Peter, Philip. He said, hey, 
what this guy has, I can't do. Let me walk with him. So the so so when Peter and John came, he exposed Simon, and then he said, "You have neither part nor lot in this matter." That word "matter" is utterance. Amen. It was a speaking that these people did. How did Simon know that they got the Holy Ghost? Uh, how did Simon know? He just thought about it. They, they got the Holy Ghost. So what? No, he heard and saw the same thing that Peter said in, back in the beginning. He said, my fellow, these are not drunk as you suppose. He said, so they supposed them to be drunk. Why would they, they suppose them to be drunk? Whenever you have seen anybody that has been drunk, why had, did you think they were drunk? Uh, because of how they were talking, you're my best friend, and I love you. And they could barely walk. They 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 were stumbling. They didn't have a slight. They didn't have straight balance. They they there was something that was seen and heard to let them know that they were drunk. Amen. So when he said, "You are not drunk," they are not drunk as you you suppose. So so what does that mean? They were drunk by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Oh, oh, they were they were drunk by the Holy Ghost. So they were acting not. Oh, I'm a Jew uh, that that goes to the temple. We we believe in the Targum. We believe in the Vulgate. We believe in all these things. Um, no, no, we don't act like that. They are drunk with wine. No, <laughs> he said they are not drunk as you suppose. And he says, my fellow brothers, what you see and hear. That every, everybody, know, what do you say? What do you say? Nothing, but you hear. But now you see and hear. So there's a difference. So, so you can just, you can either hear or you can see and hear. So, 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 so we have to understand the language and the context. There's something they heard. And there's something they saw. So when the spirit of God falls on people, one person might cry, one person might laugh, one person might get utterly still like a board. I've seen that happen. And one person just might just out, knocked out. Look, looks like they're just sleeping. No, it's the Holy Ghost that has fell on them. So <laughs> when the spirit of God comes on you, it is not for you. You pray in the Holy Ghost and build yourself up. But when the when, when, it, you know we want it to be all about us, but but there's decisions and things that has to be made and done in order for your life to be situated. You know, um, like I was saying earlier, I give these thousand dollars to this person. But in my natural mind, this person already had multi, you know, almost a million dollars and, and multiple businesses growing. Why give in to that? Well, that's not for me to know. That's for the Holy Ghost to know. And right. for me to find out later when the Holy Ghost begins to bless my life through the, you know, like I prayed for the signs and wonders and miracles, you know, people getting demons cast out of them. Oh, that doesn't happen. No, Christian can't have a demon. You're right. Christian can have multiple demons. It's just, it's just the fact that, the, you know, um, we've allowed exorcists the movie Exorcist, you know, to, to, oh, that's what a demon's like. Well, that's not necessarily true. Because there was a man who, who never spoke in his life. 
and Jesus cast the demon out of him. And when he did, he spoke. So did that guy go around cutting himself or stabbing other people and, 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 and fighting all the time? No, he just couldn't speak. But when he cast the demon out, he spoke. So where was the demon? It was keeping his mouth controlled not to speak. But what do we think? We think, oh, I have a demon. My head needs to spin and throw a green vomit. That's what we think a demon is. But I'm not here to get into demonology. I'm just showing you the differences of, of, of how things act and operate. So, Amen. Amen. So, so then when Paul begins... He goes through 12, the gifts and then governments or administrations or ministries. I, you know, I, I'm trying to amplify that word to, to get you to understand it's not normal people. And God placed some in the church, which is the body of Christ. So that's not everybody. That's why when even Jesus said he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists some you know they're, they're they're it's not everybody and everybody wants that title until the things that um happen in that title begin to affect their life and you're like well why is this happening i don't want no parts of this i don't want no parts of this well the, you want to be a you want to be a minister you want to be a man of god you want to be the man for the hour the power mm -hmm. or you you want to be all that but then when the demon begins to choke you in your sleep and begins to like, oh, well, what's going on here? Oh, well, I thought you wanted to be a pastor. When you begin to take on principalities and power, those things attack you. When you yeah. begin operating the spirit of God and produce the spirit to the people of God, those things come against you. And if you if you ain't ready for that, then don't hey, don't don't uh, don't don't partake in that. Because it's more than just looking good. It's more than just sounding good. It's Amen. more than that. And then yeah. and you can be like those people that have sold out to the to the enemy and they get financial gain through that. And they they can do things like, oh, this is my remote control anointing. And, and then then you have the one person says, I can, I can I, 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 this is bull crap, by the way, because he uses the prophet and that kind of ticks me off. He goes, as a prophet, I can astro project anywhere I want. All right, if I want to go to Spain, I can just take my body to Spain. They're openly saying these things. And yet the body of the church is like, oh, wow, you can do that. No, he can't. He's a demon. Cast out of here. <clears throat> Don't let people fool you. No, 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 no. As a, as a man of God, we have miraculous abilities that can uh, help us with our journey and help us do what we do, but we are still a man. When we, when we when we begin to act like Janice and Jambri and say, Lord, give us the finest robe, give us the finest, and we'll do these things as well as Moses. Do give us, give us the financial gain, give us the ability to go anywhere we want in this kingdom and do what we want as long as we make magic happen in front of your eyes so it can please you. And that's what they're doing. And 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 if, and and if we don't have the spirit of God dictating and and our lives and showing us and directing us where to go, we just fall for the late night avenue, uh, uh, ad avenue. If you buy this for twenty nine ninety nine, and we'll show you these. Things, oh, well, and he's just speaking real fast and showing things like like magic, like magic tricks. Just follow the card, follow the card, follow the card. Which one is which? And that's what they're doing. 
because the church has no discernment. They're just following things that sound good to the emotions. It, it, you know, they they sound good. They sound great. They sound, and that's what we're going off of. We're not going off by the spirit of God because if we're going off by the spirit of God, we'll tell, you know, God has so much love that he rained down hellstorm on Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. Tell me I'm lying. That's love. That's the love of God. Amen. Amen. That's the love of God. And so we got to be careful when we tell unbelievers, God loves you. Yeah, there might be a hellstorm waiting for them too. So chill out and say what just, 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 you know, we have to understand that. You know, there's multiple things. If it wasn't for the Balaam's donkey, he was going to get killed by an angel of the Lord. But God loves you. Amen. God loves you. You know, there were some people, you know, I know this is, but there were some people of Egypt that actually went into the household covered by blood because they believed the word. And when God's when God's love came down and killed the firstborn, there were some Egyptians that were covered by the blood because they went under God's love. Amen. And so when, when God came down and, and killed all the firstborn, they were saved. They were delivered from that wickedness. So God, from the beginning, always had an expectation of a Gentiles believing the word, believing in the blood of Jesus, believing these things. He always had an expectation. He mainly kept the Jews, but there were some that came under in the blood and believed the word that was spoken because of why? Because of signs destroying their gods, because every sign in Egypt was a sign God was destroying their God, their idols that they worshipped in, their Amen. main idols. There was multiple idols that they worshipped. The Nile River was one of them. Was, it turned into blood because they worshipped. They worshipped these things. And, and people, you know, we, we have nowadays in the Christian world, we don't even believe, you know, they worship the sun. They worship the moon. That's why David said in the Psalms, the sun I might not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. He wasn't saying that because obviously the sun gets on you. Obviously the sun's rays uh, project themselves on you. He was talking about the gods that those people worship. The sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. It is a deity that they worship. They served. They had those idols and they draw demonic power from them. And if that's why when people don't have the spirit of God, they fall prey to the people that are of these uh, uh, ideological you know, backgrounds and they believe the Genesis and Jamboree. They believe those magical signs and wonders that they're doing because it's like, wow, they did it. That's so cool. He just told me my name. My name is James. He just told me, how do you know my name? Well, you've known your name. How is he moving you forward in God? How is he moving you to, to, to the platform of God? He's he's not. He's just telling you your name. He's Amen. telling you his phone number. I mean, I know you don't call yourself every day, but you know your phone number. Amen. <laughs> just saying, like, come on now. You know, that, that's why when, when, you know, when people make a God out of a certain thing, 
they draw power from those things. They draw power. You know, um, that, you know, and, and Jesus said, a man cannot serve two masters. So, uh, 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 but, but he's going to either hate the one or love, uh, or love the one and hate the other. So he, he said, a man can only serve what? God or mammon. So money for the love of money is the root of all evil. So now why did Jesus only use those two examples? Because if the money, if for the love of money is the root of all evil, that means that means money is promised to you in other ways and other prosperity uh, foundations, uh, uh, moon, sun, water, uh, 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 you know, uh, Molech, whatever. He didn't mention none of those gods. He didn't mention none of them. He only mentioned money because when you serve money, you'll be susceptible to serve all of those gods. Amen. It's not, it's not so, you know, it, it, now you get to think, you get to use your brain and say, well, God didn't mention all of these other gods. And there was plenty of gods that were mentioned. Dagon was the Philistine god. Molech, Ashtaroth, you know, Baal, you know, all of these other gods. But yet he didn't mention none of them. He only mentioned mammon. So when people seek mammon, they seek all of those other gods. They just don't, oh, I, they're, they're so susceptible to actually then start setting up idols in their houses and their workplaces or whatever. They, you know, I, I knew a guy who had a Buddha in, in his house and he would put a dollar in, in the Buddha and leave, you know, and, and this is before I even knew anything about Christ or anything. And, and as he would walk out, I would take the dollar. And I'm like, well, Buddha ain't finna spend this <laughs> <laughs> that's a true story. I mean, you know, that that's what it is. What it is. I was like, well, this fat statue ain't gonna do nothing with this money. I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But but that that's a, that's the truth of the matter. People will 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 surrender their life to idols and statues. And I mean, you know, you go to India, cow, millions of different gods. Uh, uh, that that's why yoga is so bad because when each yoga position is a position to their gods, and that's why it's like, oh, when you do those positions, you invoke their god, and you, now you open the door and you have the right to. Uh, that's where the kundalini comes from, and you're like, oh, no. there's yeah. a lot more to it than people really understand, and they just, oh, it's stretching. Well, no, 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 I've stretched before, and I've never done this. I've stretched before and I've never done this. What is that? That that's a position to to one of their gods. And what do they do? They financially take over. It is a deception. They financially take over. Don't don't. Who, how many how many people how many people here have gotten one of those those stupid calls and they go hello. May I tell you about the Medicare program that we have? Why? Because they are financially taking over the computer world, the financial world. If just about 20 minutes from me, I promise all of them, I promise you, it's all Indian, all Indian people. From there all the way about another 30 minutes, it's nothing but you might find some white people or black people. It's Indian people. 
and they're financially taking over the computer world. That Google is ran by who? Indian. It's an Indian person. And, and it's nothing wrong with Indian people per se as human beings, but when they take in their idols, Google, Google, uh, Google the tie. Because why will why why will you find so many doctrines? Oh, don't tie. There's no such thing as tie. There's no why because it's ran by Indian. They want to give you. They want to take the contact out of it. They want to take the 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 the, the root of it out because they want money to be your idol. They want money to be what rules you, not God. Because God, that that tithe belongs to God. I don't care what no one says. It's biblical. Because before the law was even implemented, Abraham tied to Melchizedek, and we are after mm. the order of Melchizedek. And if we're after the order of Melchizedek, Jesus being the high priest, and Melchizedek was the high priest of God at that time. So when Abraham tied them to uh, Melchizedek, the fourth generation, which was Levi, received the tithes of all his brethren. So not only does the tithe protect you, it protects four generations of your lineage. Oh, that's Bible. So so when, when people begin to say one thing, whoosh, so warm. Thank you, Jesus. When, when people begin to just say, it, oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, God accepts a, a, accepts a heart, you know, just give willingly. That's what he wants. He, no, what he wants to do is he wants to tear you down by that deception because that's not right. Because even in the Old Testament, when God said, bring your burnt sacrifices, and when you do, bring it with a willing heart. So they had to be willing Amen. The command of bringing their tithe or their burnt sacrifice as well as their tithe. So everything that they burnt, the burnt sacrifice, their trespass offering, their sin offering. Uh, why do they have a sin offering if, if the high priest went in once a year and made atonement for them? So, But the little sins that they made outside of the atonement, they still had to give forgiveness of sins. So they had to bring a sin offering. Oh, so it wasn't just it wasn't just a, a, an atonement that the high priest made, and 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 the and the priest had to sacrifice. Who I'm going. The priest had to sacrifice only the priest. You couldn't go into your corner and be like, "Well, Lord, forgive me," and slice the lamb's uh, throat and and put the blood and say, "I'm going to make an altar right here." You know, no, you had to take that. And to the priest, and they will put your hand on it, and they will put their hand on it, and transfer the sin that you did into the peep, into the animal, and they would sacrifice and lay the blood on the altar, and they would burn the fat, the kidneys, and to God, it would be a sweet-smelling savor. That's Bible. They couldn't do it by themselves. They couldn't do it by themselves. They think they can do it by themselves, but they can't do it by themselves. Everybody wants to be a four-star general. But they have to be the sergeant that they are. They have they have to be the private that they are. They have to be the first class seaman that they are. You know, whatever armed forces you're in, you have to be what you are. You cannot just oh, well. I'm going to be a four star general today. Oh, is that right? Do you know what they partake? Do you know how many hours they put in? Do you know what what they what entails to be a four star general? I met I met uh, 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 Powell back when he was a colonel. A lot of people know him as being a, a, a general, but I met him when he was a colonel. He had to earn his way up. He, he just didn't assume general position. He earned it. 
Ah, but anyways, whoo, Lord, Jesus have mercy. First Corinthians 14. <laughs> oh, God is good. Amen. 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 <laughs> amen. I should I should at least have got an amen for God is good. <laughs> amen. I, I don't I don't care what people think about the Bible, whatever, but you should at least say amen for God is good. That that because he is. He, his, his abundant mercies. You amen. know, he's slow to anger and great in mercy, and his mercy endures forever. His tender mercies are over all his works. He is great and greatly to be praised. Whew. Now, I'm going to skip 13 because 13 is going to take too long because a lot of people have the misconception about what 13 is really saying. And they just like, it's a whole, it, it, it speaks about love, but it, the context is a little different than what people think. And, and they don't follow context. So it's one of those Humpty Dumpties and Mary sat on the wall or whatever. They just go and jumble it all together. But first 14 says, follow after charity and desire spiritual. But rather that you may prophesy for he that speaketh in the unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. So when you speak in tongues, you speak to God. You don't speak to man. So you automatically, it's it's a God thing. It's not for you to know. It's not for me to know. It's for God to know because you speak to God when you pray in tongues. That's how you get intimate through the spirit with God. So, so th this is to, to kind of, to, to, to get you out of that thinking that the Holy Ghost isn't for everyone. Speaking in tongues isn't for everyone. It's for every believer in Christ. Every believer that names the name of Jesus and walks that way and believes, it's for them. So if, if they say it's not, Shame on you. That's not Bible. But he says, for he that speaketh an unknown tongue speaketh to God, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit he, he speaketh mysteries. He speaketh mysteron. He speaketh, the, and mysteries doesn't mean what we think mystery means. Because in the Greek, the Greek, the word mystery means, okay, so so, so I have right here, this is my hand. And as I begin to pray in tongues, and as I be, God reveals what I need for my business. God reveals what I need for my situation. God reveals what I need for my life. God reveals revelation that I have for the word. God reveals those things. It's, 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 it's behind. It's a, it's not, it's not like Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Where are you? There's a mystery to be solved now no no it's 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 a it's a thing that it's there the whole time it's just it won't be released until you begin to pray in tongues and though you know you can oh, i see a little bit of it and god is showing me you know so, and then all of a sudden when you begin to do it god reveals the thing that you need for your life for your situation for your family for your children god reveals those things that's what mystery means in the Greek. I'm not trying to be a Greek scholar here, but I'm trying to tell you what it means so you can have an understanding of what speaking in tongue brings into your life. 
what it brings into your family, what it brings into your situation, your business, your, you know, if, if you're called to the government or, or playing the saxophone or whatever, God will give you, God will give you. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, God. What is your name? Malachi. God, 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 God is going to give you music. God is going to get, he's already been giving you music that other people are not implementing. So when you begin to implement it, they're like, well, why didn't we think of that? Why didn't we do that? Amen. Why didn't we? That's, that sound is very unique. How did that come about? It comes by the spirit. It comes, it's what God implements in a person's life. It's what God, and God, only God can bring that out of you. Not you, not no other person, only God. Shoo. Amen. Amen, for real. God is good. Amen. So he that speaking in an unknown tongue edifies himself. Now, the, the word, the, the prophecy here, what he's talking about now is prophetic teaching. And if you don't believe me, you can look it up. You can, you can, that, that's, that's known. You can go through any scholarly teaching that's talking about the prophetic word. So the, because the Bible, the prophecy of Jesus is the Bible, you know, the spirit of prophecy is, is Jesus. So that's the testimony. Anytime we prophesy, if, if we have a testimony, we prophesy about Jesus. So, so don't don't think prophecy is this. On the day of Pentecost had fully come, there was a rushing mountain, there was a rushing mighty wind, and cloven tongues sat upon each of them. Blah blah blah. They all spoke with tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. Who, who, who did this speaking? They did. But who gave the utterance? The Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost gave the utterance. Now he says, he says, uh, Peter says. Um, I will pour out of my spirit and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. So the visions and the dreams of God are God's prophesying to you and showing you things that may happen in your immediate or long-term future and showing you where you need to direct yourself so you can prepare for these things. Then he goes and says, I will pour out of my spirit on your maids and maidens or you know your 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 servants and your maidens so so and when they prophesy there'll be signs and wonders in in in, in the sky so what is he talking about? He's talking about the ministry there. He's talking about when those people stand up and they begin to put forth the word, there will be signs accompanying them. There'll be signs that you'll see. There'll be spiritual signs that you will understand and know this man speaks by the uh, Lord. So so though not just because, oh, you cute. I like the way, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you do this every time you praise God. I like the way your hand shakes. Oh, that's good. So, you know, they, 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 they like to flatter you. They like to flatter you to gain a filthy advantage of you, to gain advantage of you. And then when they do gain advantage of you, they put you under their control. And anytime someone controls you, it's witchcraft. That is the basic definition of witchcraft. It is the control of another person's will toward their own will. That is witchcraft. 
if, 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 if I'm not pointing you to Jesus or the spirit, don't, 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 don't listen. If I'm not, I don't care what is said, if it doesn't point to Jesus, if the signs and the miracles and the wonders don't point to Jesus, you have to kind of, you got to throw your hands up and look at it. I, I don't care if they have a, a remote control anointing. I don't care. I don't care how many haters you have following you. I don't mm -hmm. care what, what, I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what they say. Because if it doesn't align with the word, <laughs> oh, <laughs> amen. So, so, so he says, but he that prophesieth edifieth the church. I would that I want you to all speak with tongues. That's what he's saying there but rather that you prophesy. And why does he say for greater is he that prophesied, but he that speak with tongues, except he interpret that the church, the body of Christ may be edified. So what is he talking about? He's talking about those that are, because the Corinthians they were so gift taken. They were like, I speak in tongues. And everybody's like, what did you say? Sure, you edified yourself because he later on talks about that. Sure, you edify yourself, but the church is not edified. Man. That's why Paul said, I would rather speak five words in my known language than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue that the church the body of Christ may be edified. But we know that one who speaks in tongues edifies himself is so great, greatly appreciates himself. He understands this. However, yet in the church, in the body of Christ, I want to teach. He said that by my voice, I might teach others also. So what is he talking, who is he talking to? He's talking to the ministers. The ministers teach the body of Christ. It is the government that uh, is over the body of Christ that have to submit to God. And, 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 and trust me, that that's almost a cuss word in, 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 in the Western world. It's almost a cuss word because submission begins where agreement ends. Amen. You might not agree with everything that the Bible says, and, 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 and but you have to submit to it. You might not agree. You might be like, there might be somebody that says, well, um, this guy right now, he's teaching, but he needs to talk quieter. Why is he so loud and vibrant? He needs to be a little bit quieter, and then maybe he, he will reach people. Oh. Submission begins where agreement ends. Amen. Amen. You know, if... if 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 only that captain talked to me in such a a, a polite tone, I I might listen to him. I might listen to him. No, he's a captain. Take your order and say yes, sir. Yeah, About face and get out of office. Man. That's it. How, how many times did you back talk your your office your 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 your, your officer uh, Malachi? How many times? Zero. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
But yeah, we have a we 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 have channels on YouTube. They become they become national suspects, you know, of, of everybody else's ministry. But my ministry's right. I'm just gonna tell you what's wrong with everybody else's ministry. <laughs> we have those we have those professional, oh, he shouldn't do that. The Holy Ghost doesn't move like that. He doesn't, God doesn't say that. No, 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 no. Who who made you who who made you an authority? what's wrong with your ministry? Oh, nothing's wrong with my ministry. I just point out other people's flaws. Oh, okay. That's what Adam did. He just pointed. He just, it was her. Amen. It wasn't me, it was her. And he was like, it wasn't me. It was, it's a serpent. It wasn't me. It was, how, I wouldn't, not me, no, never. It was that serpent. <laughs> so 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 tongues is not a cuss word tongues tongues is how you con con talk to god how you just speak to god you and god alone through the spirit but we want to do everything we become such a hedonistic world we want to do everything do everything through the head knowledge we want to do we want to show people how much we know we want to show people how much greek we've learned we want to show how much hebrew we've learned did you know the bible was written in aramaic greek and latin I just, you know did you know that moses when he parted the red sea was really wasn't the red sea it's just like oh my god we we can we can go from you know we just another mars hill no, produce God into the people that the people may see the spirit of God working among you, that the spirit of God can be, is among people. See, out of those 2 million people, only 3,000 were saved. They were added to the church. So we're, all, all of a sudden the church began? The church was there? All of a sudden? You, you mean the apostles in the upper room? They were the first apostle? They were the head of the church? Oh, that's that's kind of hard to believe and understand because 3,000 were added to the church. Oh, I am the church. Oh, you know. See, it was telling you, but do people do people want to actually, they 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 glaze over it. They glaze over it. Like the like the glaze over a donut. Oh, it's a donut, but they put that glaze on it, so you don't see what's in the donut. Even though don't even though the donut might taste good, <laughs> what's in the donut is what makes you feel yeah. bad. Amen. So the church already existed because Jesus is the chief shepherd. He is the chief apostle. He is the high priest of the church. And he put 12 anointed apostles of the lamb to, to, you know, so there, you know, that's, that's the whole thing. So it already existed. It's, but only 3000 out of millions of people, only 3000 were added because the others just thought they were drunk. Oh man, they're speaking a language we don't even know, but yet the other people can hear them in their language. Their dialectos, which the Greek word is there, is their dialect. And what, what do I mean by dialect? So my daughter, she texts me in her dialect. And, and, and I have to I have to write back, 
you know, back in my day, we spoke in full sentences. I don't know what HRQ <laughs> means. Can you tell me what that means? She said, it means, how are you? I'm like, well, now I know. I'm fine. I don't understand that. <laughs> she, she, you know, uh, I believe it was Malachi who posted about the church folk and it had like alphabets. I'm like, I don't know what the alphabet that is. Like, Good thing I'm not a church folk because I don't understand alphabets whatsoever. Just speak to me. Just, just, speak. Yeah. just speak to me. I don't know what that means. I'm like, so my daughter, she had to make a second text to tell me what she meant in the first text. And I'm like, why didn't you just say that in the beginning? That's it. We could we could go along, we could have a much, much clearer communication if you would just tell me what you want from the beginning. Yeah. That's all I ask. <laughs> She's just laughing at me, and I'm like, well, so it's 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 but it's a different dialect. You know, when you know, when we were growing up, you know, when we saw something, we saw a nice car, we'd be like, oh, that car's bad. But when my parents were growing up, bad was oh, that's bad. Don't touch that, that's bad. But when we were growing up, we were like, that's bad. That So it was a different dialect. But yet those people heard them perfectly and how they spoke and how they, you know, um, they communicated. They said, we all hear them. How is it possible that we can, but yet it was 120, get this through your head, 120 people speaking and it was noised abroad. To millions of people, at least two million, not including the, the 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 families that they brought, the children that they brought, just the men were counted in the Hebrew culture. So at least two million people heard them speak, and they said, "How can we understand them? Aren't they Galileans? Don't they speak a different dialect? Don't they speak?" <laughs> If you take the Mexican language and go to Spain, it, it is totally different. Even though they have a basis, it's not the same dialect that they speak. If they take that, uh, go to Spain, to Puerto Rico, it's a different dialect. So if you go to El Salvador, it's a different dialect. Same language, different dialect. They understand totally different. That chocolate doesn't mean sandals in every language, but yet chocolate means sandal. Yeah. So it, it's it's a different dialect. They they had a um a person from El Salvador who who spoke Spanish, but the people that were from El Salvador couldn't understand them. They said he was so ghetto. He had such a different dialect that when he spoke, the people from El Salvador couldn't even understand him. But yet when they were in the upper room, everyone, 17 different dialects, because it's named, 17 understood them. And then the ones that couldn't understand them said they were drunk. Others said they were drunk with new wine. That's what it is. They were drunk. And Peter had to stand up with the 11 because Peter was the one with the keys and there he was the one that was head of the apostles. And that's when he spoke, the others agreed. They, they came together, but that's a whole nother story. And he said, they are not drunk with wine as you suppose. So I would rather look like I'm drunk with God than look like I'm sane in the world. 
because the things that bring drunkness in my life from God bring the miracles in my life, bring the manifestation of the glory in my life, not just the educational resources that the world may bring to me. But the I want I want the things that make people go, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand why is that happening? Why? You know, the, I, when I spoke earlier about the, the couple that wanted the baby, so they they did that, okay? They went to their pastor and they sowed a seed that hurt their pockets financially. Then it was about a, 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 the, the other week later, they came to the meeting that I was holding in a, in a different church. And they came to that meeting and the spirit of God was so much on me. And I, I, I was looking, because at the time I didn't have a microphone, it was like the end and all that. And so the pastor was like, what's wrong? I was like, I need a microphone. And so when I began to speak to them, the spirit of God came on them so abruptly and so quickly that they felt like, like a, a building that was uh, planted directly with dynamite. And you know how when it explodes, it just goes straight down. That's how their body did. Their body hit the ground like, like they, no one could catch them. No yeah. one could see it. It just happened so quickly that their body hit the ground, bam. And they just on top of each other out under the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, somebody on the street walked in there like, what's wrong with them just falling like that, laying on each other? What are they doing? Well, a year later, they got a baby. So that's what God was doing. God was in, in, in surgically making uh, their, their ovaries uh, work and making the 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 the, the whatever the the system that the male uses you know I don't know they don't have ovaries you know they but but the, he wasn't sterile no more neither one of them God was operating mm -hmm. on them and, and literally one year later they had a baby girl named Azariah Hope Man. and Azariah means God helps Man. Azariah Hope Glory that's what they named that baby and, 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 and it is just wonderful how God begins to move, move, but but we'll go, oh, people that 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 oh God doesn't do that. God could just give them a baby. Says you, not the spirit of God. Well, every everybody's everybody's sacrifice will be a little bit different than, than the next man. Everybody's sacrifice is not the same. Everybody, you know, um, you know, you know. Paul said, "All things are lawful for me, but all things, you know, are, are don't edify me." So, so what was he saying? He said, "I'm lawful to do anything I feel like." But but when you sac uh, when you sacrifice, it's things that you have to give up or don't you know you know, there, you know there are certain people like like um, there are certain people that just I want you to stop watching uh, TV altogether. Some people might do it as a choice, and then some people the Holy Spirit will tell them, and and when the Holy Spirit tells you it's a you do that it's a sacrifice. You know, they didn't, they didn't call the burnt sacrifice the burnt sacrifice for nothing. When they did a burnt sacrifice, it, it, they did it daily. 
they did it as a as, because they were supposed to take care of the priests. They was the that's why the priest was in every uh, 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 the north, the south, the east, and the west. They were in every. Uh, they didn't get no land like all the other tribes did. So they they had to make land available for the priest in their area. So wherever you lived, you took care of the priest. And so when they did a burnt sacrifice. The priests lived off of the good of the meat and the rest, you know, their family could eat or whatever. But that's the that the main reason for the burnt sacrifice. So everybody's everybody's sacrifice is going to be a little bit different. And then some people might have the same sacrifice. God might say, hey, I want you to stop hanging around a certain person. God might tell one person, I want you to sow into this foundation. And you'd be like, why? Like I said earlier, why am I sowing to this person who has Plenty of money. Um, so, but but it's the thing that you want out of God and what God shows you, and 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 you have to be obedient to that because sometimes what He shows you, your flesh, your your yourself doesn't want to do that. It it, it you know, it, it's it's a it's a pleasure. Don't get me wrong; it's a pleasure to follow God and to do the things of God. But there's certain times where in life. You 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 naturally are just tired, but when you take those when you when you take that time out to seek God, God replenishes your strength. Amen. God, God replenishes everything that 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 is missing in your life. It's just that sometimes things have to be um, not necessarily removed, but 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 kind of like it, it taken away from you. For for a season, so that you can focus on what's true and in the true and living God. And when you seek Him, God says, "Well, these things were already here. It's just that when you seek Me, I'm the one that brings these things, not the other way around." You know, you know, um, no, no one, no one gets chest muscles without push-ups, but no one wants to do push-ups because oh, mm -hmm. it exerts you. Oh, it makes you tired. You have to see it's a discipline. It's it's not a pleasure, it's a discipline. There, there's there, you know, out of all the craziest people in the world was Mike Tyson. But Mike Tyson said something so profound. A discipline is doing what you hate to do like you love to do it. That is a discipline. So, so, so when you discipline yourself in the place of place of prayer, you you naturally don't want to spend hours praying, but you discipline yourself, and your discipline is what provides for you, not 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 you per se. It's your discipline of that thing. If you discipline yourself in 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 finances, if you discipline yourself in music, you know you know I played the cello. I could never play the cello great if I didn't discipline myself in playing proper music and the bow construction and how to hold the bow and the long notes and the difference between the bass clef and the treble clef and all those different things. If I didn't discipline myself, so we what, what do we want to do? We just want to play music. Yeah, but disciplining yourself and practicing the notes and how to produce you know, uh, certain things and, and hold the long notes and, and the differences between the, the, the solid rest and the rest with the hole in the middle and how do do a four count of rest and a two count of rest. And so it's all about those 
disciplines that you learn different techniques and you learn different things. And then when it's time for you to do that, you don't even need the music to play. You play because your discipline kicks in and you begin to move your hands down the, 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 the board and your bow stroke becomes so eloquent. And yeah. it's the discipline which produces the great in you. It's the discipline that you do. You know, everybody wants a, a, a Coke bottle figure or or, or or sculpt out figure. It's the discipline in lifting weights. It's, this, this, it's the discipline in push-ups. It's a discipline that you have to do. Amen. And your discipline might be different from my discipline. And so, so it, it ultimately changes the obediences as well because your sacrifice like the, the people for the kid they had to sacrifice financially for physical thing why why did they have to sacrifice financially to gain a child it doesn't make sense to us but it's it's the sacrifice they had to do and because of the obedience it produces the result that they wanted amen so so just just because your sacrifice might be different from my sacrifice doesn't it doesn't negate your sacrifice it just it it just shows you how god moves in people's lives it's different it's different for everybody you know you know when jesus healed the person the blind eyes he he spat and he made clay and he rubbed them on his blind eye. And then Jesus said, okay, now I want you to go wash in the pool of Siloam. Uh, he's blind since birth. He don't even know what the pool looks like. Amen. So now you're telling him to go to the pool of Siloam. He's like, the pool of Siloam, I don't even know what that looks like. So what did he have to do? He had to sacrifice. And he had, he had to show, hey, lead me to the pool of Siloam. I need to go to this pool. I don't know where this pool is, but I need to go. I don't even know what it looks like. I don't know what it feels like. I don't know if it's hot, cold, what. I had to go, though. So so, so everybody's sacrifice is going to be a little bit different. You know, that's the basis of it. Everybody's sad, but the obedience is remains the same. It's the sacrifice that is different. Amen. Because you have to be obedient to what God says, no matter how he shows you, you have to be obedient to it. It's a sacrifice. You know, it could be a burnt sacrifice. It could be a, you know, a, 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 a trespass sacrifice. It could, it could be any sacrifice. It just, it, it, it's, it's what's needed for the situation. <clears throat> so, but 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 I, I, I break that because I, I I want people to understand that the spirit of God is so detrimental to our walk and to our 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 guidance. It's it's not what we know. It's not what we read. You know, not not read. It's, it's what we believe the scriptures say. What we how we imply. You know, they have so many people running around, and they you know. I, I saw one person say, "Well, when you know the, the tenth king of Denmark, when he's when he when he is put in place, that's the end times." Like, wait, what? Now we're implementing Denmark into the book that was dedicated to Jerusalem, and then to the people that believed, you know, after so forth. 
I'm like, so everything that was in talking to Jerusalem, now we're applying to the United States and Denmark and uh, all these other Russia and China. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing? We're taking things out of context and we're just putting them anywhere on, on the chalkboard behind me. We're just putting it anywhere that we feel fit. And it doesn't make sense to do that. You no. know, I saw a person <laughs> talking about Obama and the Trump. And now we're in the end times getting closer and closer. It's like, no, just rule and reign by the spirit of God. <laughs> you're setting yourself. Uh, now you're making the American American politics. The Bible? Mm, something's not right. Something's mm. not right when we make American politics part of the Bible it, or Denmark politics or China politics part of the Bible when, when the Bible was specifically written to the Jews. Amen, amen. It was specifically written to the Jews. You know, how many people grew, grew, grew up in Thessalonica back in AD 65? That's what I thought. So it wasn't written to you. It was written for you, for your edification. It was written for you, but it wasn't written to you. The Bible wasn't written to you. Get that first of all. First and foremost, it was not written to you. It was written to the people of Ephesus. What happened in the Ephesus? Well, partly part of it's in Acts. You can read some what happened in Acts, and it aligns with the, the, the things in Ephesus. Uh, Corinthians, it was written to the Corinthians. And we only got two of the four letters that was written to the Corinthians to train them. So it wasn't written to you. It was written for you, to edify you, to, 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 to show you, direct you, to admonish you. Even Paul said in Corinthians that the things that were written back in there, they're not necessarily written to us, but they're for our admonition. It's yeah. to rebuke us, to train us, to show us what God likes and what he doesn't like. When, when, when you take the presence of God and put it next to an idol like Dagon, and when you come in, Dagon is on, it's, it's split in half and got his palms split in half, and, and it shows you I don't like to be by idols. I am a jealous God. Don't put me next to your idol. <laughs> don't put me next to your idol. I am the true and living God. I don't want to be by what you believe. I want to be the only, the true and only living God that there is, not Dagon, which was a half fish, half human. That's where you get water spirits and all that bull crap. So, so it, it, it's 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 him alone. It's the spirit of God, not 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 the spirit of Dagon, not the spirit of the sun, the spirit of the, no. It's the spirit of God that 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 leads and directs you and guides you. And, and don't let nobody fool you and saying speaking in tongues is only for certain people, certain believers. Or even the ones that say it's only for the ministry, the people in the ministry. That's that's not true, because you have a ministry of your. You are the 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 husbands are the priests of their homes that take care of their wives and children. They are the protectors. The the the, the they they are to take after what God initially established, Adam and Eve. He you know Adam was formed, he was created, and then. Eve was formed to be a helper, to help him do the what God intended in his life. But what she wanted to do, she wanted to listen and, and to the serpent. 
And what did he want to do? He wanted to listen to her and not God. So when you listen to God, everything else will align up. But if you listen to other voices that aren't God, you'll, you'll be led astray. Amen. And, and just for the women that think that it's it's misogynistic or whatever, I'm not saying that you are. I'm not saying anyone there is. I'm just saying that's the biblical statue. That's how it needs to be. With that being said, there is no place written in the Bible about men that if they have wives that are unbelievers, that they, they will be they will that that other people will see their works. It doesn't say that. It talks about women as wives only. That's how powerful a wife is. A woman that is a wife, and when she has godly fear, even though the husband doesn't believe that the people will see her godly wisdom, her godly works, her godly aptitude, her godly attitude, and will believe because of her. It doesn't say that about men. Amen. So women think that men, women are less than when people look and say women are less than nowhere in the Bible does it say that about husbands. Nowhere. It only says that about women that are wives. So, so, so wives, y'all, y'all have a, a, a detrimental part to play as well in, in, in the role uh, of your home. Woo, God, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Woo, I love Amen. this prayer. Ooh. Oh man, thank you, Jesus. Believe it or not, my AC is set on 67, and I feel like it's 103. <laughs> God is so good. I don't I don't, I don't want to take too much rabbit trails, but but I want to get the topic is a, anybody who has thought that the Holy Ghost was only for certain people. If you got the Holy Ghost, this should encourage you to pray more in tongues than ever before. And if you don't, this should encourage you to seek the Holy Ghost for your life, not, you know, and, and the Holy Ghost, you know, don't seek a sign. Don't seek like, well, the Holy Ghost should just come on me and I'll magically speak. No, it doesn't work like that because they spake as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. When the Holy Spirit came upon them, they spoke as the Spirit gave them utterance, as the Spirit gave them the, 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 the ability to do it. They spoke as, not, not the Holy Spirit gave them ability, and then they spoke. It says they spoke as the Spirit gave them a, the, the ability to do it. So, so this is, I want this to encourage those people that don't speak in tongues and aren't led by the Holy Ghost per se, um, to, to the extent that they need to be, because the Holy Spirit can come upon you and a person and do certain things, but then the, the Holy Spirit will be lifted just like Balaam's donkey, just like Saul when he prophesied, um, uh, you know, uh, just like those people that, you know, in the Old Testament, the Spirit of God came on them, but then the Spirit of God left. And we don't want that for the body of Christ. We want them to yeah. be unified by the Spirit of God. You know, I, I don't, I, you know, 
there's some preachers that people will laugh at and look at because they don't have the education that other preachers have, but yet the spirit of God is on them so strong and they do miracles and signs and wonders. And we just eh, push them because they don't look the image. They, our mind said, eh, but the presence of God is so abundant in their house or in their ministry, you know, that, but, but eh, I mean, you know, I mean, he doesn't even wear a, 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 a dress shirt. He should at least wear a dress shirt. And and I'm and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. You know, I, I I believe I dress up. I believe that if you go behind the pulpit, you should represent God because that's what you do. Even in the Old Testament, look at look at the stuff the priest wore, the the fine linen, the purple cloth, the ephod with twelve different stones in them. I mean, look how eloquent they were look look how just meticulous they were but you know we want to wear flip-flops and sh golf shorts and stuff like that to church and the guy god just accepts me the way i am that's kind of i get what you're implying but that's not all the way true but but nonetheless you know it is what it is. So I just, I, I speak, I, I speak that those that pray in tongues will begin to increase their prayer life. They will begin to speak like never spoke, like, like they never spoke before. I want, I, I pray that they will speak until their tongue just gets sore until they realize I actually have a tongue muscle in my daggone mouth. It's sore from praying in tongues. I want that. I want that that muscle to be built up to where you pray hour after hour and even in secret, even at your desk at work, even, even while you're taking a walk, you're just praying under your breath. It doesn't have to be for everybody to see. And then I pray for those people to, you know, I pray for the Holy Ghost to come and visit you. I pray, I send the Holy Spirit to, to speak into your life that you may be filled with the utterance of the Holy Ghost, that you may begin to speak with tongues, that you may experience the fullness of the Holy Spirit, that you may experience the fullness of what God has for you, that you may be unified by the Spirit, that you may begin to speak for your life, that you may edify your own life, that you may charge your spiritual battery, that you may charge your spiritual life, that you don't be negated from everything that God has for you, but that you'll rule and reign in the midst of your enemies and not be susceptible to, 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 to people that don't, you know, act or talk like you, you know, they, they, they come with these, these Oh, look at me, look at me, look at me. But they provide nothing. And your spirit, man, will be so in tune with God's spirit that you'll be able to detect this is not of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I pray this on these people. I unblock, I uproot every obstacle that's in your path that is blocking you and hindering you from moving further and further in the Holy Ghost. I uproot them and I block them right now in the name of Jesus. I decree that everyone will begin to move further in the Holy Ghost and that the, those that don't will be filled with the Holy Spirit and begin to speak with other tongues that the Spirit gives them utterance and that those that already speak will increase their prayer life. They will increase their prayer language and they they will begin to move in mighty signs and wonders in their business, uh, a job, career, life, family, in the name of Jesus. Let miracles and wonders happen in their lives that they can say only God did this. 
Only God brought this to pass. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, I know when the Holy Spirit is done, that means I'm done. Because I can't go no further than what the Holy Spirit allows me to. I can keep on talking, but it won't be anointed like the Holy Spirit. Woo, God, I'm sweating. Good Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Well, that's all I have. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence, God. Thank you for this <clears throat> amazing word, Lord. Thank you for speaking to your people. Thank you, Father, for this this time of, of admonition, Lord, this time, Father, of correction, this time, oh, Lord, that we get to spend in your presence, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Amen. Um, I want to um, I want to encourage us to um, you know, Prophet James, if you happen to have any uh, I don't know, like Cash App or PayPal or information, because I want to encourage us to sow. Um, we are not a dishonorable people. We are to be uh, honorable to uh, the man of God that brings the word. Um, and so um, we don't have to do this online. Well, in fact, let me uh, 